Project Aryag, Day 45, Mitzvah Resh Pei Gimel, and that is Shalotoycha Chalala Min Hakodesh. A lady who is called the Chalala is not allowed to eat Kodesh. The pasuk says, "Ubas Ish Koyin, the daughter of a Koyin Kitiyah Resh Zar, when she is married to a person who is a Zar, he betrimas Hakodesh Lotoycha. She can't eat the trimmer of the Kodesh." Now this refers to two different things. The one is truma, which we know is a grain which Kaishal separated from their harvest and gave to the Koinim and was only allowed to be eaten by the family of the Koinim, whether it's the men or the women. And the other one refers to the Kodshim, which means the parts of the Korbanas which are given to Koinim. And when we're referring to the Kodshim Kalim, such as the parts of the Korban Shlamim or Taida, which were given to the Koin, they could also be eaten by his wife and children. And therefore, in both of these two gifts to the Koinim, if the Baskoin would marry a Zar, a non-Koyen, she wouldn't be allowed to eat Truma or Kodshim, even if she would get divorced, had she been in the case where she would marry to somebody who would make her into a Chalala. Somebody would make her into a Chalala, which means she would now no longer be allowed to marry a Koyen, in other words, somebody who would be asked to marry her, and then she would no longer be allowed to eat Truma or Kodshim, even if she got divorced or her husband died. Similarly, if she had been married to a non-Kohen, even if it would be a Yisrael or Levi, in other words, a kosher Jew, but once she had been married to a non-Kohen, even if her husband would divorce her or, she, or he would die, the halach would be that she would not be allowed to go back to eating Kodshim. However, in the case where she was married to a Levi or a Yisrael, she would be allowed to go back to eating Truma after her husband divorced her or died. As we'll see in the Pasuk, as long as she didn't have any children from that marriage, she's still alive. There's a second thing, and that is as long as she's married to a non kohen she can't eat truma or kachim. A wife of a Yisrael is considered like Yisrael, even if uh, from her family she's a Baskoyen. And then we learn from a second Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Chol Zar and while as long as she's married to someone who's a czar, she's also in that category. This mitzvah applies in every person's time when there is truma, or when there is kachim. And if the kohenes, lady kohen, would eat truma or kachim when she's a chalala, or she would eat the chaz of the she would eat the parts of the meat allowed for the kohenim after she'd be married to a czar, in any of these cases, she's been over a mitzvah slaita, say with an action, and therefore she would be Chayav Malkus. Mitzvah Reish Pei Dalad And that is the Isra Shalalechol Tevel, not to eat Tevel. And this Isra applies both to Yisrael and to a Koyen. Tevel is something which is still mixed, which is what the word Tevel means, which means that the parts of the produce which are meant to be given to the Koyen and the Levi haven't been separated yet, and therefore everything is mixed together. And then we have a pasuk that says, "V'lo yichalal as kodesh v'lo yisrael, es asher yarimu la'ashem." That no one should be mechalal the kodesh of v'lo yisrael, that which is going to be sanctified to Hashem, which means in its pre-separated state, such as when everything is still in the granary and truma and maisons haven't yet been taken, it would be also for anyone to eat from the mixture at that stage. The Gemara learns a hekish, a from Truma, that just like 
if a non kohen was going to eat truma, there's a chiyuv of misubidei shemayim. Similarly, if a person eats tevel, and this includes a kohen as well, there would be a penalty of misubidei shemayim. And from a pasuk of meisu boy ki yichaleluhu, that's a bichayv misubidei shemayim for being mechalel, desecrating the truma. Similarly, if a person would eat from the mixture before trumas meiser has been taken, which means after the Israel takes a small amount as Truma Gadola and separates that for the Kohen, he then has to give 10%, which is called Maiser Rishon, to the Levi, and then another 10% either to be eaten in Shalim as Maiser Shani or as given to an Oni as Maiser Oni. Now, out of the 10% that the Levi receives, he has to give one tenth to the Kohen, which is called Truma's Maiser, and then also the din of Truma. And therefore, if either the Truma Gadola all the Trumas Maiser haven't been separated, so then this mixture would be considered Tevel for Truma or for Trumas Maiser, and this penalty of Misa, the Shemayim, would apply to a person who ate from it. However, if the Truma and the Trumas Maiser have been separated, and it's just the Maiser, either the Maiser Rishon, Maiser Shani, or Maiser Oni, which haven't been separated, then if that's the case, it's considered Tevel, which means the mixture of Maiser and the rest of the food is still here, but the penalty for eating that is only a love, and the person is not high of Meshavadashamayim. This is only applies in those things which are high in Trumas and Maestras, and at a stage when a person is already in to take Trumas and Maestras. And uh, the Mishnah is explained by each type of food. At what stage it's considered Gumar Malachto, that it's already finished its production process, and therefore it's now ready really to take Trumas and Maestras from it. The halacha is that since Midaraisa, even a small amount of truma would be enough to be yet the one's obligation to take truma. Therefore, even a small amount of tevel is going to be also a mixture. And if we don't have the regular din of bittel, of something which is mixed into a majority in order to be matted tevel. Which is applies of tevel. In all all Kaisal, whether Kanyam or non Kanyam, both men and women. Because even though they're allowed to eat Truma, the Kanyam, nevertheless, before it's been separated, it's also for them as well. The Isid Daraisa only applies in Eretz Israel when there was a deal of Truma Daraisa and only to grain, to wine, and to oil, which is, the Torah specifies as having Truma Daraisa. Other fruits, Still have a din of Truma, Midrabon. Today there's a Machlaikas if the din of Truma and Maestras is Midrabon and Midrabonin. And therefore, in the case of a person in that, you should be careful of every case of the suffix of a din Daraisa. Also, the question is exactly where the borders of Eretz Israel are and what falls into the category of those places next to Eretz Israel where there might be a point in taking Truma and Maestras as well. In a case where there's only Tevel de Rabbanon, so then of course it would be asked to eat with Rabbanon and the penalty would be Makas Mardus and every time Rabbanon want to enforce the enactments that they put in place. The Halacha of Tevel doesn't just apply to the fruit but also applies to the liquid, which is the juice which is squeezed out of the fruit. But there's no Malchus on drinking the liquids of the, the fruits, the, the juices for example, except for the case of oil and wine, which the Torah gives a special Hashivas to. And the person's chayv and tevil for them, the same way as chayv and tevil on the grapes and the olives.
as the second point, and that is because when it comes to grapes and olives, the oil and the wine is the primary use that they have for people. And therefore, it's more important than other drinks, which wouldn't be considered the primary use of that particular fruit. And that is, You shouldn't take an animal that's a balmum and use it, bring it as a carbon, or make it into a carbon. The Pasuk says, Anything which has a mum and a blemish, you shouldn't bring it as a carbon. And therefore, it's over on either making it into a carbon or bringing it as a carbon. Right, and you saw it just like with a balmum of a person, cited by an animal. That it's, it certainly detracts from a quite mind if the animal being used for the carbon looks like there's something wrong with it. We already saw that there are many different kinds of women which are possible by animals, some which it shares with people, some which have a category of its own, and they all fall into the category of this lab. This issue would apply in every time and place when both to men and to ladies. In the time of the best of would be the game for a person who wants to sacrifice such a thing in the Mizbech, but even when there's no Mizbech, if a person would make it into a carbon, they would be over on the slab. However, it seems that, the Chinuch says, it seems that when a person would just declare it to be a carbon, since it's not an action, it's a speech, therefore a person wouldn't be hired markers for doing that. The Rambam disagrees, the Rambam holds that if a person would make a Balmum into a carbon, he would be hired. Malchus. as always, even though he expressed a different opinion, he defers to the opinion of the Rambam. And the continuation of this is Mitzvah Pevov, and that is the Mitzvah say that a carbon has to be perfect without a blemish. And wherever the kind of carbon is going to be, that's the Pasuk says, Tomiye and the Ratzin. A carbon which you want to be as an appeasement for you as a Ratzin has to be Tom, has to be perfect in its body. And the, the Sifri learns from this, this is a Mitzvah Sasei, to make sure that the carbon is checked, to make sure that it fits to be brought as a carbon. The reason for the Mitzvah, as I said before, that the point of Korbanus is to inspire in people the way they think and about the Vodas Hashem. Because, as we said many times, the person is misspoiled, the person is impressed by what he does, and therefore the carbon which is being brought has to look as it's in its way an animal is meant to look without any dimensional defects because otherwise it, it's degrading again to the avoider if what we see as being brought as a carbon is something which in people's eyes is considered inferior even though the Gemara says that mumim don't apply to a bird offering the Gemara explains this only refers to small blemishes however a major defect in a bird for example if it's missing a wing or a leg that would for sure be a balmum there as well. This mitzvah only applies to the best of Middash when we bring Karbanus, but if a person would be over in this and would do the Navaita, whether it's Shchitza or Zrika, or burning the fats of a carbon who's a Baumum, he's going against this mitzvah Sasei, as well as we're going to see that there's a, that we previously that there's a Israelite Sasei about bringing a Baumum as a carbon. And he would be high on each special separate Navaita. So therefore, a person would do the Shechitza and the Zerika and the Haktara of a Balmum, he'd be Chayav Malkus for each of these three avoiders. Mitzvah Resh Pezayin, and that is for us not to inflict a Mum on a carbon, which means if we already have a carbon, for the person to go and make it into a Balmum by injuring it in any way, 
would be awesome. We learn from the Pasuk, it says, There should not be any blemish on it. Rabbi Chazal explained that Altitim by Mum. Don't make a Mum on the carbon. This is obviously a much higher level of a design of a disgrace to a carbon that we take something which was meant for Hashem and we make we make a Mum on it, and that's why it's also. This mitzvah applies in every place in town when there's a carbon, both to men and to ladies. But the Isser, the punishment of the Isser, which means getting Malchus for inflicting a mum on a carbon, will only apply to a carbon which could be brought in Mizbech, and therefore only apply in a time when there's a base in Megdash. This halacha doesn't just apply to the animal itself. We'll see that there's a concept of Tmur that a person can transfer Kedusha from one animal to another. And if that's the case, this Isser of inflicting a mum will apply to both animals, being as they now both have Kedusha. Mitzvah. Reish Pei Ches, continuation of the same idea, and that is not to be Zorek Dam Vabamum on Amizbech. Every carbon, the appeasement to defected was by throwing the blood of the carbon on the wall of Amizbech, and there's an Isser besides for bringing the Bamum as a carbon of throwing the Dam on Amizbech. We learn from the Pasuk, it says, For all the various Mumim, Lo Takrivo Eidel Hashem, a burden shouldn't offer them up to Hashem, and on that, the Gemara learns at least according to one opinion. Yeah, what it means is that it's also to bring up the blood of a Baumum on the Mizbech. And obviously this mitzvah, like all the mitzvahs of the Korbanus, will only be possible or practical in the time of the Beis HaMikdash. Mitzvah Reish Beites. And that is Shalom Nishchat by the Mumim. Not only is it also to bring the blood of the Baumum on the Korban and put on the Mizbech. It's also to shech the Baumum. The same from the Pasuk, it says that a person shouldn't bring up any of these animals which are bale mumim as a carbon to Hashem. And that, we learn that it means a person can't it either. And similar to the previous mitzvahs, the dirim and the serim of korbanus only apply to the time of the person Migdash. And if, it, if the time of the person Migdash, the person will be over in this issue, let us say, you will be chayav malchus. And lastly, mitzvah resh tzadi which is a, again a continuation of the same idea, and then Shalai Naktir and Muri Balimum. The third of the three uh, avoidus, which refer to Balmum, and that is to burn the fats or the innards of the Balmum in the Mizbech. And whatever that, that kind of carbon would require being burned in the Mizbech, if it was a Balmum and, and a coin, would burn those organs or those fats in the Mizbech, it'd be high of markets for being over in this issue. The Bazak says, the issue that Titanum and Hamel on Mizbech, that a person shouldn't put, make them into a fire offering on the Mizbech. Once again, this Mitzvah only applies when there is a Mizbech in the time of the Beis HaMikdash. Mitzvah Not to render any kind of species, whether it's an animal or a bird, or another person obviously, not to render them um, sterile and capable of having children. We learn from the Pasuk, it says, after detailing the various injuries to the reproductive system which could cause an animal to be a Balmum. The Pasuk says, You shouldn't do this in your land either. Renata Gemara learns that it means that it's also for a person to inflict such damage on another animal or person which will render them incapable of having children. It doesn't only apply in Eretz Israel. In your land means it's also for people to do this as well. The reason for the mitzvah says the chinuch 
Mefin Shashem Baruchu Bara Elame Betachis Hashlemus. Hakadosh Baruchu creates His world perfectly the way He wants it to be. And one of the functions Hashem put into every living thing He created is its ability to reproduce itself, so that the species will continue. And without that, when that individual uh, animal or bird would die, there would be nothing to propagate that kind of animal in the world. And therefore, uh, someone who renders an animal sterile or infertile is being over in this issue. And he's showing that Yikiru, he wants to destroy a type of species that Hashem wanted to create. Mahalach is not, not only is it also for a Jew to do this himself, it's also to instruct a guy to do it an, an, to an animal which belongs to a Jew. However, if a guy would damage an animal in such a way, it would still be a motive for the Jew to buy it from him and to either work with it or to eat it. However, if the animal belonged to the Jew and he would hint to the guy what he would want the guy to do, and the guy went ahead and did it, so Chazal put a penalty on him that he can't keep the animal, he has to sell it to another Jew. However, if he has to sell it, he would be even allowed to sell it to his son who's already a goddle, as long as it's no longer in his ownership. Chazal learned that even a Masaris, Acham Masaris is Chayev, which means if a certain amount of damage has already been inflicted on a person or an animal, which will render him incapable of having children, and then a certain person comes and does further damage, he would be Chayev on this Isur as well. Right, the Halacha of Sirius only applies with the rice to a male animal or person, whereas by a female, whether it's a female human being or any other species, with the rice is no malchus on rendering the, the female of that species infertile. It's still, still be also to do, with Rabbanon at least. And similarly, if it wouldn't be done by inflicting physical damage, a person would give somebody medication or an animal medication or, any other, or anything else which would impede or pre- pre- prevent them being able to have children. So it would be asked as well, even if they wouldn't be markets for doing that. However, a lady who's not Mukhiv in Piriviravia, who's not Mukhiv to have children, if she would choose to take some kind of medication which would prevent having children, she would be allowed to do that. This mitzvah applies in every present time, uh, both to males and to females, that it's also for them to render the male of any species infertile with the raisa. And like we said, by a lady, it's mutter for her if she doesn't have children to take such medication because there's no mitzvah for her to have children. And if a person will be over by damaging the body of any of these male animals or species, or birds, the halakha is, you'll be over with a maise, which has a loitase, and you'll be chayav ma'afis. Mitzvah reish tali base, and that is not to be makav mum from a guy, because even though goyim can bring carbonus, we can't accept a balmum on a carbon of a guy in the narrow of his back. The passage says clearly, umiyad ben neichor lo sakriv veslechem reheichem mikolele, that even from a coin received from a guy, we can't bring it up if it has a mum. The same dinim 
of mumin which applied to the carbon a Jew would bring would apply to the carbonus a guy would bring. And even if the guy in their way of serving wouldn't consider something to be a mum, that doesn't make a difference. The standards of the mum go by what the Torah considers to be a mum. And therefore this is would apply to the Kohenim who entrusted with bringing of the carbonus at the time of the Zabes and Mikdash, and the guy would be allowed to bring a carbon, but it would have to be checked that it's not a balmum. And if the Kohen would not do so, and he would bring up a balmum with the carbon, he would be high of Marcus.